right, we're here with a very special guest today. He's got a big game coming up tonight. Eddie Betts. I don't think this might be the biggest guest we might ever have on this podcast. No, I wouldn't, wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far, mate. But yeah, very excited. We've had a big week so far. You boys came down and joined us here at training. And um, the boys had a great week down here. But just uh, have this game um, on the second last day. Just, uh, you know, a bit of icing um, on top. So we've got the game going on tonight. What's going on with it? What's, explain to maybe the listeners what's going on with the game. I've... Uh, train with the boys in, earlier in the week. You've got a nice squad down here in Melbourne. Where's the squad come from? How's it formed and how's the, uh, how's the week gone? Yeah, so the squad, it, it formed from all these kids from 15 different, 15 different communities all around Australia um, from age 14 to 16. Um, I haven't seen them play, to be honest. It was just word of mouth. I've got a lot of relationships with a lot of communities around Australia and they, they trust me with their kids and, they, and I'll take their word for it. But when they came down and trained, they're, they're skillful kids and um, you know, it's all about giving these kids an opportunity to succeed because uh, we face a lot of barriers um, that we have to overcome, but we just keep moving forward. But I want to make it a lot easier for these kids to, to succeed, to chase their dreams, whether it's AFL or education or whatever sport they want to want to play. One thing that really resonated with me the other day when we were down here, you said about the draft just gone, how there was only two Indigenous boys picked up. Is that true? Is it? Yeah, it is true. And um, uh, every year it just keeps declining. Um, and, you know, for me, role that I play now I want more kids to be drafted and you know there was only three Aboriginal kids that got drafted this year and 16 left the game last year so um, it's more and more Aboriginal kids that are declining uh, three retired and um, the rest were delisted so I want to try keep AFL kids Aboriginal kids in the system for longer and give them the platform so that recruiters know that they're here and they can play. So there's some boys with some skills out there. I obviously ran around with them the other day and I might play in the Div 12 reserves, but they're only 14 <laughs> to 16. They were showing me up and they looked of class. Uh, what have you got up to this week to sort of get them up and ready for the game? I know you've been, had a very, very busy week traveling around Melbourne and showing them the sights. Maybe showing them the life of what an AFL footballer might live as well. Yeah, it is. And it was more so just showing them what Melbourne's like, to be honest. A lot of these kids, they come from remote communities and they haven't been for the coming and just to the Melbourne city is a big thing for them. But then, like you said, we took them through the Cowan Football Club. We took them through Collingwood this morning. Um, and, you know, just give them a taste of what, if they do end up getting drafted to an AFL club, this is the standard. This is what happens when you go to a footy club. Um, and we went to Melbourne Phoenix as well, the, the basketball side that showed them these professional, um, I guess, facilities and the way the athletes train. Um, we went to Coles. We did a cooking course in Coles and Coles Ambassador <laughs> and the boys loved that. I didn't get sick. They cooked me some food, but I didn't get sick, thank God. But they, they had a joy. So I don't think it was more so preparing for footy. It was just more so preparing just to come down to Melbourne and hopefully next year we can get them down here. If they want to come to school, try to get them into school down here and, and help them with that aspect. So I was using some of your connections that you have and some of the relationships you've built through your obviously AFL career to then maybe help these guys in their, in their journey as well. So you've, you've brought them into uh, Carlton. How, saw you hanging out with Jesse Molov. You've got Ash Johnson down here tonight for the game. It's the, uh, the mentoring side of things. You enjoying it? You look like the kids are buzzed. They are walking in, they're dapping me up. They're so buzzed to be here. Are you enjoying mentoring? You look like it's, it's a really like fun part of your career now that you've jumped I'm into. enjoying mentoring, but it's tiring chasing around 25 <laughs> kids. I've got five kids of my own and that's, that's hard work. But this is the first, first time. But these, watching these kids grow just in this small, small space that we have just a week and, you know, they don't really know each other. But for them to come together, to show their leadership, um, 
uh, the way they connect with each other. And now, like you said, they're walking in, dabbing you up. They, they're just loving being there. They don't want to go. They keep telling me, I don't want to go back home. I'll be racing so, but, to get back But here. I can't have 25 kids stay at my house, so <laughs> <laughs> we've got to send them home. I know you mentioned a few of the Crows boys during your time. I've met a few of them and they all had great things to say. So it's good to see the kids getting a similar experience out here. Big game tonight. Before we let you go, there is one thing that stands out in my memory with you. With the first time we met, not sure if you remember it, probably don't remember the first time you met the Div 12 Resis, but there was a time when you trained with the Div 12 Resis. Yeah, there was. I didn't know they were the Div 12 Resis at that time, but I lived in Netley Avenue, which is right across the road from Lockley. So when I first moved to Adelaide, when I got drafted, I went to Netley Avenue. Um, and and I used to walk across that little horse paddock that they had across the road. They had the big, the big, obviously the big stadium that was there wasn't built when I was there and it just had the baseball, little baseball facilities, but we had a bye week and I ended up needed to go for a run. And I always used to walk and kick some goals over there and watch, watch um, Lockers play all the time. And I went over and asked if I can train and yeah, it was stoked. They let me train and the boys showed me up, I think. It was uh, pretty rare. I don't actually go to a lot of trainings, but I left my boots at the club on the weekend and thought I'd better rock up and see if they're there. So I rocked up a little bit early to get in the clubs early, find my boots, and I turned around and you were waiting there with your boots tied, saying, <laughs> do you want to go for a kick? So when all my teammates rolled into training, they saw me out in the middle of the oval, just hitting little 25s here. Not very straight, of course, because it's Div 12 resist, straight, but, but I sort of became a bit of a, a champion in the club that week. They were like, how did you get Eddie Best down to training? <laughs> I said, ah, oh, you know, connections. Connections. But- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how we are. It's all about connections. You know, the connections you have, we got us down there and it was great. And I love, I still like follow the Lockleys Footy Club. I mean, you know, I got, I still got a jersey at home. They gave me the number eighteen Lockleys jersey. Well, that's Stray's number. So he, yes, Stray, he's inherited. He's inherited off you. Go too, Stray. That's what happens. That's what I want when, when I kick a goal. I want people to add me like they did to you. But oh. no, yeah, it was a great day, and um, no, I really enjoyed it. Fantastic. Well, we're down here tonight. We're gonna be running some water. Maybe some chalky milk. And um, I know you've been influencing the kids in how to live a professional lifestyle. Don't know why you've got us down to run the water because we're just going to influence them to how to play Div 12 resis in the future. <laughs> but hey, it's not a bad life at times. So we're going to be down here uh, running the water. Looking forward to seeing what the boys got to dish up. Nah, thank you. And thanks for coming down too. I think one of the boys, when you scald the water, yeah, um, the, the chalky milk will then be... He actually got a little bit sick after that, just sculling a bad boot, but he's, but he's back now. He had a couple of Panadols and he's back. He's ready to go. He's so. washed his boots. I reckon he's going to kick five tonight. Yeah, so. so if he kicks five, I'm going to put that on you because you, you sculled it for him and he sculled it out of his boots. So. Uh, cheers. Eddie, anyway, where can we find stuff about your foundation quickly? We'll give it a little plug before we hop off. Uh, it's, it's online. So it's uh, eddiebetsfoundation.com.au. So if you just log online, if you go on my Instagram, it's there as well. So just click on the bio um, and any help we can do it, it would be possible um you know it's a non-profit charity um and you know all we want to do is change these kids lives and you know the first 25 have come down and they've loved it and that's my job it's to try help these kids and, and try change their lives no it's great we love it if you jump on you can see a skull and chalky milk out of the boots but you can also <laughs> see the great stuff they've been up to this week there's lots of videos going up lots of photos obviously it's a new uh initiative but we're looking forward to see how it grows in the next few years so thanks eddie appreciate it good luck in tonight's game no, thank you thanks boys